This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Wednesday week. We don't have a special guest this week um, today because we figured that we might actually talk about the matches a little bit. Might might be quite helpful. Um, so I'm joined by Ash, Steve and Simon. Uh, obviously, I'm Vic, even though my name says TWWcast, so I don't know how to change it. For Joyce does it for me, and he's asleep. Um, so let's let's just let's try and forget this afternoon for the moment and let's go back to Bournemouth. Steve, did you enjoy the Bournemouth game? I thoroughly enjoyed the Bournemouth game. I thought it was really good. Um, I'm trying to remember how th- th- those feelings of elation that we had the other <laughs> after this afternoon. But no, I, th- I thought we were really good against Bournemouth. I thought we'd set up um, and we know what the situation is at the moment with, with the players that we've got and coming out of a... Um, an underwhelming, shall we say, transfer window and uncertainty around the manager and everything else that's going on behind the club. I thought, you know, not only did we get the three points, but we got three points against a really good team on paper um, with players that were decent players um, and we were valued for it. I thought I, I thought from first whistle to last we set up, they, they, there seemed to be a, a camaraderie around the you know, around the squad, the setup. Uh, everybody seems to be playing for Thompson at the moment or seemed to be playing for Thompson at the moment. But um, no, I thought we were spot on the other night. I mean, it's it's playoff form, isn't it? That That's the thing. Obviously, again, we're forgetting this afternoon for the moment. Yeah, yeah. We've got two it. things, haven't we? We've got beauty <laughs> and the beast, haven't we? We've got, we got, we got Bournemouth. And then we got today. So, But we'll get on to that, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so the beauty that is Bournemouth. Uh, obviously, Callum Patterson, what, what a striker, Ash. Right. I'm I'm gonna start having to eat humble pie and Ben on the uh, on the podcast and and Simon. Uh, I mean, is there is scoring goals and for a right back he's doing brilliant. Yeah. I've got to say, yeah. I mean, underwhelmed by the signing and everything and, and everything, but that's what we need, isn't it? We need someone. It doesn't matter. I think he's, he alluded to himself, doesn't he? They're not pretty goals. I'm there. I don't think I've scored outside 18 yards or something like that. 
Um, but yeah, he's there. It was a gift that he'll keep on giving for Fudge and any anybody else who makes gifts and means or whatever they're called. Because the goal, it was um, yeah, proper Keystone Cop thing, weren't it? One for Simon there, I think the age. Um, <laughs> it was, it was great. <laughs> It was it was great. It was um, a scrappy goal and fair play to him. Uh, and there to get like, them, haven't you? That's the thing. You, That's part that, of his it, talent. It doesn't matter how they come. It doesn't matter how he's going. We've always said, oh, we we need some luck to come one bounce off the bum and things like that. Um, and it doesn't matter. He's got to be there. He's got to put it away. And yeah, I'm I'm quite. I I don't mind admitting because I hope we do get a, a 15 goal a season. And if that's what he gets. Fair play. That's what we need. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, and we'll get on to it. We've got another goal today, so yeah, I'm I'm quite quite happy. Like I said, playoff form, um, which I don't think we shouldn't really really say that, should we? Because not in a month of Sundays that we think we might get there. But I'd say uh, relegation escapee form. I think at the minute. So yeah, really happy, Bournemouth. I thought it was going to be a bit sticky. I would have easily took a draw, a scrappy draw, but fair play to them. Set out exactly how they should, and it was a it was a cracking win. So uh, I've got no complaints at all about that. Yeah, I mean, we were all like buzzing, weren't we, at the end of it? It was just ridiculous. But Simon, obviously, coming to you about our very own Cinderella, she got to go to the ball. Jordan Rhodes scored in the last minute of the match. Like what a what? <laughs> you know, he turns up when he scores a goal. It's is is anti Patterson, isn't he? If I, if I go back to Callum first, um, I was with Ash when he first signed. I thought, Jesus Christ, and not very much up till recently. I thought he's not a striker, but from what I've seen and what I saw in the first half today as well, he's a different player to that player who first joined us. Um, and and he was he he was the difference in the first half today, but, but but we'll talk about that in a moment. But Bournemouth, you've got to be in the right place at the right time, as you say, Vic. He hit it. It was sort of a bit of like you say, Keystone Cops. Used to watch that a lot when I was a kid. Black and white, Ash. Thanks for that. Um, he it was like he come dressed as one of the uh, villains as well, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, matches your haircut. So. Uh, <laughs> You know, great, but then then for him to come on, what a great head, a great movement, just a great piece of football running up to the goal, cross from Harris, um, superb header, brilliant header. There's been loads of stats that have been thrown out since for the number of minutes he's played and the goals he's scored for Wednesday and this, that and the other. And every, It all went back to, the, you know, if you feed him, he'll score and so on and so forth. <sighs> Jury's out on that one, I think, for a lot of us. Jury's out on that one, big style. Um Oof. But but I think I think it doesn't I don't really give a shit who scores to be honest. It could be Westwood going up front and scoring as long as we score goals and 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 we win games. Which you know sitting down tonight to this afternoon looking out and looking at the weather and going shall I watch the game or shall I go for a walk? I watched the game because everybody was buzzing about uh, the midweek game and and you know uh, that's how we felt after the Bournemouth game. It's amazing what 45, 50 minutes can make in regards to changing your opinion on certain things isn't it well it is yeah and I think that's I think the thing about both of those goals they were textbook goals for both players weren't they like Patterson that's that's what we've come to expect from him that is exactly you know he is in the right place at the right time 
and we're saying about you know people say oh it doesn't really count it's not a great goal you know when Steve McLean was knocking a minute off his arse at Chesterfield away like 15 mm. years ago everyone thought he were brilliant so you've just got to take it haven't you Gary Lineker made a career out of it exactly yeah, yeah so yeah. he said on Facebook Patterson is better than Gary Lineker <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one yeah I can't, I can't really see Patterson playing for Barcelona no. I think the thing is as well, when you look at the game and you look at the stats, like we did absolutely shit them because they they were all over us, weren't they? Mm. But something for once came out of it. And someone on Facebook has said as well, you know, if you'd have taken six points in the last three games, if someone had offered you that, you'd have snatched the yeah. rat off. Yeah. And it's it's quite true, really. Yeah, and we, we, we're going to come on to obviously this afternoon and I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about it in a little bit more depth and detail in a bit, but... You know, I think we've got to we've got to hold our nerve a little bit. Um, yeah, if we'd have got six out of nine, six points out of nine for the rest of the season, will keep us up. Absolutely, keep us up. So you know, I, 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 yeah, today was disappointing. Um, you look at the, the the run that we've been on, the form that we've been showing. Um, I'd like to think it's going to be another one of those sort of Coventry situations where we've we've not turned up today, and and Thompson gets him in Monday. It'll probably be now and say, look. We need a reaction. We need a response because we've got uh, who's the next game? Next Wickham. game, Wickham midweek. Oh, massive yeah. game, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and I, you know, realistically, they've gone now, haven't they? Uh, there's, there's no coming back for them. But the, the games that we've played and the points that we've picked up are keeping it, us in touch because, unfortunately, there's teams around us that keep picking points up as well. Yeah, it's the same, isn't it? I, I, it's the teams around. Yeah, and. and Everyone says you can't look at who, who else is around you, just concentrate what you're doing. Yeah. But it does impact, especially our, us supporters, don't it? It's like you always look, don't you? You look at our, oh. obviously, you f- watch our match and then you're straight on, aren't you, to uh, which, wherever you get them from. And it's like, what have Rotherham done? What have Birmingham done? What have Derby done? And things like that. And yeah. at one point today, I think I messaged you guys, didn't I? If we'd won that, we'd have been out the top, out the bottom three, you know? Yeah. And and, and, yeah. and that's how it was. And I think I messaged that and then two minutes later they went and scored. So not do that again. <laughs> but you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. It's so close. You've also said I'm not watching because I'm a bad... I'm, I know, I know. And if it hadn't been raining, I'd have gone for a walk, but we were still lost for one. Uh, I think um, it's so close at the bottom. So, so close at the bottom. And and I, I think I agree with you, Steve. I think, I think it, it needs... Um, he said, didn't he, in the interview part through the week, Tom Thompson, Tomlinson, that they gave him a massive kick up the arse after the Coventry game, which we all felt that that was needed. And 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 it came out that, you know, read, I mean, I don't know whether they're going to go on to the, the, the Millwall game now, but, you know, I think maybe it was a game. The first half, I thought they were very, very good. Um, but we didn't put them to the sword, did we? We'll keep the positives and then we'll just go downhill in a yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. save that till the end. I really enjoyed the first half. I really enjoyed the first half. And was it the fact that Millwall were crap? Or was it the second 45 minutes we got really tired? But what it did show in the first half is just that killer instinct that we didn't put them away. You know, I, I felt that we should have we should have we should have got a, 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 at least another one in that. And I think you said that, Steve, didn't you? We need I needed another one in that first half. Yeah. Um, before we move on to today's football, Simon, because let's try and drag this out for as long as possible. 
obviously we've had a couple of things going on in the last week. Ash, you are part of the elusive club now. You roll up one trouser leg. You've got a dodgy handshake. You are in Chan Series fan engagement group. What, oh, yeah. Have you got yeah. an update from that? Because obviously we did the survey. What, what's gone on since? Yeah, so we, uh, we've had a, another secret meeting, you know, uh, <laughs> and everything, because that's what it is. It's all hush-hush and I can't really say much about it. Uh, but as, as a group of all the different uh, members have agreed an agenda for our first meeting. So I can't say any, it sounds weird, doesn't it? But I, I can't <laughs> so say, I can't say any more than that. Two meetings and all you've done is agree a first meeting. This is like, I mean, I've worked in higher education for a few years. This sounds like a normal day, but wow. Uh, it's, yeah, no, no, no. We've, <laughs> first two meetings could be emails, can't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't knock it. You, you, no, no, I thought, get, I thought I would get support from the follow, fellow podcasters that represent our tens of listeners. <laughs> tens of listeners. But, is it like the stonecutters, this, Ash? Is it like the stonecutters in The Simpsons? It, no, it's and, more and, like and, the uh, Flintstones. Is it the water buffalo or the Flintstones? Oh, the, uh, <laughs> the meeting of the... No, no, it's... it's with, you're taking the Michael. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> Don't want to take the mickey out of you, no, Ash. I'm no, sorry. No, uh, uh, no, it's obviously all the other supporter groups went out to their um, members and fans or, or whatever, and they did the same. Did a survey, asked the questions, asked their members what they collated all their questions. So we all went with our three stroke four um, highest points that the listeners or whatever, and we put that all and a couple of the great guys there collated them all and then now we've just gone out and they've emailed us all and we've got to just agree on everything before we um send to the club so obviously we we've done the agenda as a what, whole do you remember off the top of your head what we like picked out because we broke ours down into categories didn't we and picked the four and to be fair they were all pretty much the same like we didn't we didn't have anything that was glaringly different no um Obviously, I can't. I can't go into well, specifics. Uh, I can say what we said. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, yeah. So we we, <laughs> went, um, we went on the strategy. Obviously, um, Sheffield Wednesday's strategy for now and future, and um, it was uh, the future as well. Future for fans. So obviously, how I think uh, there was quite a high one on that on how they're getting fans in or new fans, younger generation. And I think Dan said on the podcast, he, he said he wanted a, a, a fair over the road and food and drink and something to engage. That's not for the younger generation. Well, it yeah. like Disneyland Paris over the road, doesn't it? Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. So that, sorry, I was going to laugh then. Um, uh, and there was another one, but I, can't, I, I should have got it all up. Ready, but, but yeah, we're in, having we're a, a, found a fairground across the road. Is nobody will come and watch the game because that'll be more exciting. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. His home form's been quite good lately, so it's not too bad. But yeah, so we've, uh, we're going to put that towards the club and then arrange for the first official minuted and um, meeting with the club. So looking forward to it, actually. It's quite, uh, and all the guys and girls on there, brilliant, really. Uh, we're all singing from the same hymn sheet. I know it sounds a bit thingy, but majority of 
everyone has got the same sort of ideas that most of the fans have supporters, which is good. There's no there's no one person that's like, oh, I think we should do this. Everyone's in it together. I think it's going to be po- positive. Um, people, I think people have been on always saying it's going to fail before it started. But we've got to try these things. And if, if the club's going to listen and they're going to say, yeah, we're going to put a fare over the road or we're going to offer some sort of tickets for future generation. Do you know what I mean? Anything. I think if the club listens to us and it, it, something positive comes out of it, whatever it may be, it's going to be a good thing. So, Yeah, but I'll update anything else. And it's all going to come out as well in minutes to the general public on the Sheffield Wednesday website, I believe. So it's nothing hidden. There's going to be no... It's going to be like, oh, you're not going to know what's what's happening. So hopefully. Have you made any friends out of it? You got any new friends? Have I got friends? Um, <laughs> no, I, I'm. I think all, everyone's my friend. I'm, I'm quite, <laughs> quite a sociable guy, and I think I come across. They all love the podcast. I'll drop that one in. They all love the podcast. We are, yeah. the, we are the only podcast that's part of this as well. We should say. Yeah. Well, yeah. There, there is others. They're out there, but there's only one in there. You know. One other thing um, that I just wanted to mention is obviously we talk a lot about mental health on this podcast and we have been doing, especially over the last year or so, that's been absolutely shite for all of us, um, some more than others, but everyone's equally capable of having a shite year and equally welcome to saying they've had a shite year. Um, But one thing that the club took on board was the Time to Talk initiative. Um, Steve, do you want to tell us a bit about that? Because I've got some inside knowledge. To be fair, it's been a bit of a busy week. I've, I've, I've been doing stuff. Um, oh, all nothing. right, then, Simon, you do it. It's fine. You were just about to say something there, weren't you, Steve? Go on, Steve. Go on, Steve. Come on. Uh, I was just going to say, the, the, you know, just the, the, the sort of the principle of, uh, of what the club has done, um, in all seriousness, I just thought really resonated with me. Um, I'm, I'm not going into details about the stuff that I've, I, I've sort of shared privately about some of the things that I've been experienced that are close to me at the moment. But I, I just think the fact that it's it's a, it, it sort of lends to that engagement and stuff in you know in the in the first place, doesn't it? But at the same time, it, it means so much to so many people to just be able to you know you receive a call, something the person at the end of the line is somebody who you know. You sort of you you revere and you hold them to sort of a, a, a level, and it, it it makes such a difference. And you know there are there are lots of people going through a lot of crap at the moment, to be honest with you. And I you know I I I feel for them because I know what people are going through, and it's it's just a horrible sort of time. And anybody that thought 2020 can get in the bin can absolutely do one because 2021 has been absolutely shy, to be honest with you. Um, so far, um, I just think it's been absolutely fantastic. I I, I applaud the. The, the the time that the, the the people that have been involved at the club um setting it up and, and and doing what they've done has been absolutely fantastic um you know it means it means so much um I'm just really proud of everybody that's been part of it so can you tell us a little bit about what it actually was then what the club did just for those that don't know sorry our Facebook's just crashed I'm just trying to uh it was um I think it was a, a league a league or EFL wide thing that it, they basically got the clubs to um, ring season ticket holders, supporters that have probably shouted out on social media that they're finding things tough, if family members are tough or or NHS uh, workers that have prob- probably 
had a tough time being very busy. You know, they, they do NHS, they work so hard, they've got no time for other things, even though people pester them to do stuff. I mean, it they've got to they've got to think of other people and that's what they've been and it's great to get a phone call from I mean one of the world's leading strikers I believe that's <laughs> um, uh, been phoning up and yeah so it's good that the club has done something as little as everyone says we're having a crap year uh, I've paid God knows for my season ticket I need money back I need this I hate the club whatever but to come out and actually phone people the players that don't have to come on. We all know they don't have to do anything. Um, to get a phone call for somebody who's 70, 80, not feeling well, uh, mum, dad, uh, anyone that's not at the best of time, then I think for the 20 minutes they've spent talking to him, I think it's fantastic. And anyone on social media who, who didn't think it were a good idea or had something to say, I would, I'd, or I'd have spoke to um, uh, Callum Do- uh, Callum Patterson, and I'd have gone. Uh, where's my season ticket refund? <laughs> uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, get out, get in the bin, man. Sorry, Simon, go on. I think this this has proved um, undoubtedly across everybody is that that, and it's something that has been pushed a long time in mental health before twenty one and twenty is it's good to talk, and the fact is that I think we've been very lucky in our little group in regards to the the, the Wednesday week is that. We all sort of came together. Obviously, you've been on it for a while now, Vic, with, with Dan, but the rest of us all sort of came together probably at the end of 1999, started to, uh, sorry, end of uh, 1919, 2020. Uh-huh. And, and, and then obviously we went into 2020. And I know for a fact, for all of us, us being able to WhatsApp each other to be able to talk, be able to do this, because obviously this is on Facebook for, what, an hour? But then some nights we can be on for another two hours, can't we, just chatting amongst each other? And it is a load of rubbish, what we're talking about. But it's but, like yeah, but, next bottle of whiskey talking to John Arps. Jeez, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably not so good for our livers, hence the <laughs> non-alcoholic beer. But what it has done is it's allowed us, we've all had some real shitty ups and downs over the last 18 months. I know all of us have, individually, and in our families. And it has helped us, the fact that we've had WhatsApp messages from people who I've only ever met through here, like Dave, you know, who lives all the way up in Scotland, who's messaged me uh, last year about certain issues that happened in the family and stuff like that. And this then spreads out that the club, like you say, these are players who you probably, well, certainly over the last 18 months, we've not even had a chance to see in the car park going into a game, let alone playing on a pitch. That you your phone rings and 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 it comes up and, it, and it, it's Callum Patterson or, or whoever it might be on the phone. Christ, I can imagine taking that phone call would have just been amazing for for the people who've taken that. And and it's just if if that's if that's anything like the messages that I've had from you guys and other friends over the last eighteen months, when you think when you're at your lowest ebb and you get that phone call and and that's what you need because at the moment we can't go and Joe and I went for a walk last night and I said, oh, it'd be great just to stop at the pub and have a pint. And more often than not, you're bumping into somebody you know, I haven't seen for ages. Uh, and it's just asking that question, how are you? How are things? Sharing that. I can't even know. go for our socially distanced Ferris sandwiches anymore. So. I know, because they're <laughs> shut at the moment, you know? And and and, and I, you've got to applaud the club. And anybody who sees anything negative out of what the club have just done really needs to, as Dan would say, get in the bin. Because I think that is, you know, it... it the, 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 that is something superb what the club's done and the EFL pushed. Fantastic. So 
Uh, two of the stories that obviously we know happened that came out in the Sheffield Star. Um, one of them that I have to mention first before I go into like one of my best friend's um, experiences. But one of them, uh, Sam Hutchinson rang a 96-year-old man who was profoundly deaf. Oh, that absolutely killed me. His son like relayed the conversation for him, which is just adorable. But the fact that out of sixty thousand people on a CRM system, bless him. I bet that made his day, though. Obviously, oh, yeah. and I, yeah. like his son, listen, it was amazing. Listening to the match today, he should have had Dunkley. He'd have got <laughs> yeah. That's all I could bloody hear. <laughs> And then the other one, obviously, I have to tell you, is like one of my best friends, Holly, who is a nurse. Uh, she works for the NHS. She did used to work at Western Park. She's recently moved back into the NHS. And um, she got a call from Callum Patterson. And Holly is one of the bluntest, most like down to earth people. And she didn't believe who it was. And kind of, <laughs> it was kind of taken aback. And she got a withheld number, which she would never normally answer. But she's like, oh, fine, I'll answer it. And he like said, oh, is this Holly? She went, yeah. <laughs> he was like, hey, it's Callum Patterson. Like, I'm calling from Sheffield Wednesday. I hear you work at Western Park, blah, blah, blah. And she said it wasn't until afterwards that it clicked what had just happened because she kind of just sat there going, right, yeah, yeah, fine, yeah, great. <laughs> <She> just... <laughs> so bless her. She had a nice time. She enjoyed that. So thank you, yeah, to the club. Just knowing that it was someone who I know as well and can vouch for that has put her own life on the line a lot during this pandemic. Yeah. Can I, can I just say something like, um, I probably everyone's done this and maybe, but you know, when you look at your mobile and you get like either withheld or it's a funny mobile number that you don't recognize. It's like, yeah, I know this is, is that it was from an accident four years ago, you know, <laughs> and you can imagine Sam Hutchinson at the other end of the line and you're going, yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah, of course. Like that. And then you go, uh, can you just hang on? Hang on. I'll just let you go and just leave him there. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like talking to. Him, he's like, you can just imagine there he's training gear. Wait, this guy's having a laugh, isn't he? <laughs> but oh yeah, fantastic. Doing hooch, he'll come round to your house and knock you out. <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing is, hey, still no yellow cards though. No. Yeah. There was one for the other Hutchinson today, yes, but yeah. not, not old Sammy. The thing is with Holly as well, she does have a condition that means she is highly vulnerable. And she had to shield for like the first part of the pandemic. Um, and she argued and actually ended up working because she's that dedicated to her job. So if someone deserves a phone call, it's Miss Holly Murphy. I liked how someone else on Twitter pointed out that um, Patterson chose to call her and not some 57 year old steel worker from Stocksbridge. <laughs> I was just going to say, did they get a choice or just random <laughs> numbers out? Photographs like on Xbox. Yeah. Oh, I'll ring Holly. Thank you. Yeah. Well, anyway, calm yeah, but down. She could have ended up sounding like a 57-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Holly. Sorry. <laughs> oh, right. So we come to today. After all that nicety, let's go to fucking Millwall. Sorry, pre-watershed, but any club that is Millwall just balls me to start with anyway um the fact that they are still protesting against taking the knee immediately wound me up from the first minute um, is that um sorry I know I think it was was it I don't know who it was on the group chat is is that a is that a club stance or a player stance 
I think, was it Steve? Did you ask the question? Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. The thing, and obviously we know the, the, the reason that people take the knee and it just, it struck me. And I think Vic, just as um, they went to do it, the referee blew the whistle and as that came up, she, she went, I wonder if they'll take the knee. And it had not even registered that they were sort of protesting against it. But I'm looking and every single one of their players stood and mm. it, it made me think every single one of their players stood, every one of ours knelt. Mm. You're not telling me that everybody at Millwall, and I, I, I don't believe this for a second, yeah. there, you know, because there are people of def- different ethnicities, there are people that, you know, from different backgrounds, different cultures, different countries mm. that play for Millwall Football Club, and every single one of those players stood. And I just yeah. think it was the Hori that was still on the halfway line. Yeah. And I just thought, I wonder what he's thinking now. I might be wrong. He wasn't the only person of colour wearing a Millwall shirt today. But every single one of their, their lads stood today, and I just thought there's something not right about that. It's not, it's not, it's a, it's a, it's a stance, isn't it? And it's a statement, yeah. Um, it's not a protest by any, any any stretch of the imagination. But if it's a stance and a statement, surely it should be to the individual that says, "I'm going to take the knee or I'm not." Yeah. And every single one of their lads stood today, and I just thought, no, not. I me. think for me, well, isn't that like, sort? Isn't not... that sort of the point as well that you have that choice to do mm-hmm. that? Exactly. You, you see that in Formula One, don't you? Yeah. On the grid, there are some well, players who stand whole... and some players, who, uh, some drivers who stand and some yeah. some who kneel. That, you, yeah, you, that, you, that's their choice. You look at the origin. That's the point. You have a choice. Yeah. You are entitled to do whatever you want. Now, mm. if Millwall have said to that, as a, we don't know, we're only no. back, and I don't want to. But if they've said as a whole, Millwall will not do this, then surely that's totally against what the whole. Thing yeah. of it is without a doubt, and that's, what, that's and we're what well, we're months and months down the line now, hmm. and it's still an issue. Which, yeah, it for them to do it or not do it is creating the issue. It's not about mm-hmm. the uh Black Lives Matter now, it's about no. Millwall are telling them, or maybe telling them, I don't know what to do, and that's the whole thing, and mm. that's not. I think one thing that often gets overlooked and has, you know, we've lived in a very right-wing society, at least for the last four years, um, where things are deliberately construed or misconstrued to make people think different things. And Millwall's statement and subsequent argument for not kneeling is that this is all linked to this radical left Black Lives Matter movement in America and blah, blah, blah. Actually, no, it's fucking not. It's just me saying... I'm like, I'm willing to take the knee. Like, I have no issue. I don't believe that if us four walked around the streets now in hoodies, like, I think we all know who would be stopped and who wouldn't. And that's Ash because he looks fucking rough. Um, <laughs> but that's. I thought, no, 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 no. no. You know I thought I mean? you were going to say Ash because he's handsome and someone would like to take a photo <laughs> and, and everything. Not that I'm rough. <laughs> Simon, because he's dressed as a burglar. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it, coming from living around Dinnington, everybody wears these because it just saves getting changed after you get pulled. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that would be a suit because next time. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've got to go to court first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we move on from that. Uh, it's always going to be a contentious issue. I can see there's a lot going off on Facebook about it, mainly. In agreement but obviously there's always some dickhead and um, and there's also been a Millwall fan in Indonesia popped up so it's nice to see that he's busy this evening and um, moving on to the rest of the game obviously 
a classic Patterson shithouse inside the first seven minutes. And everything looked all right to start with, didn't it, Ash? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, we've, we've said it before, Patterson, right time, right place, and uh, a good finish, really. Uh, and no arguments. I, th- I think um, Thompson has, has got the team playing really well. I was a bit surprised. I was surprised at the, the, the line-up uh, because I think... Um, Big O, I think I think we're going to call affectionately call Big O, um, was dropped for Dunkley, uh, but I can understand why because obviously he's not played for like was it twelve months and then he's actually had a storm over the last three or four games, mm-hmm. so maybe a bit of fatigue and things and Dunkley's come back from injury, um, so I was a bit surprised by that. I, I'm I, I've said I'm not a Patterson fan, but obviously he's, he's winning me round. I'm not a Kachunga fan, no. really not. I no. don't, I don't get what he offers, and he doesn't offer anything. But I just can't see it. I really his style of play, where he is, what he's doing. I really, I don't get it at all. So hopefully, once again, I hope I'm going to be proved wrong in the next uh, few months. But I think, I think the goal was brilliant because he had a shot anti, and I think it had been parried or saved by the keeper. And the fact he actually got back on his feet so quickly and, and his first intent, and that's what I like about him, his intent is always to have a shot on goal with Patterson. You know, they might, they might be they're not the, the best house, best goals in the world, but as soon as he's in front of goal or the ball's near him, he's letting a shot off on goal, whether it be a weak shot or a hard shot or whatever. And, and, and as soon as that got saved, he was back on his feet and having another shot and scored. Um, the first half, looking at statistics... We we should have we beat them in the first half, even though there was a penalty, which we'll probably discuss in a moment. Um, but what we cried out for, I think, alongside Patterson, was somebody a little bit of pace. And I thought Windass was missed. Thought could yeah, I agree with you, Kachunga. I can't see what he brings to the game. And I think Windass would have been ideal in that first half. We were chasing it when he came on in the second, weren't we? Um, and we had we had them up against the ropes. And I think if we'd we'd scored one more, I think at two nil, two one. You know, Millwall were never going to come out in the second half like they played in the first because they looked poor in the first half, weren't they? Mm. Go on, Steve. Go on, Steve. Oh. Uh-oh. Just, just on the Kachunga thing, I think I'm not disagreeing with anything that was said, but we, we've got a lot of football to play in the next sort of, what, how many weeks? Month, month even, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Every between three days, days, is it? Something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. So we've got a, a shitload of football to play. We're going to have to manage that squad as we need to manage it. I've got no issue with the side that he's picked today. Um, I didn't agree with him putting Kachunga in the other day because he's, like, like we've just discussed, he's not a player for me. Um, he wears earrings and everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, never, gonna, never I, ever going to forget that. No, no. <laughs> I, I, I don't think... I don't think today, I don't think at Bournemouth, I don't think we've got our strongest first 11 out. Um, I think that, that goes with saying, I'm not sure that Thompson knows what that is. I'm not sure that we're, we're ever going to sit down and go, right, this is the strongest 11 that we're going to play for the, uh, you know, in, in this game. And if you, keep, you, you play while you keep your shirt, I don't think that's going to happen because we've got too much football to play. Um, so I think by, by the, the nature of the squad that we've got, we are going to have to play Kachunga. He will play again. I think if Rhodes had come on and scored today, he'd have probably started on Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever it is that we play again, um, because we've got to rotate the squad. So I don't mind necessarily. 
I'm not against him leaving Windass on the bench because I know Windass is going to play more than he's going to going to lose. And in those big games, when it does come to the crunch, um, and I don't think it was necessarily today, just because uh, we were we you know we were on a bit of a run. Um, you know, we've been playing quite well. Um, momentum realistically could and should have pro- probably got us through certainly in the first half. Um, I think we we were sort of. We were, we were bemoaning Penny's performance in the first half and, you know, we talked about Kachunga. For me, like I said on, on, on the chat earlier, if we don't concede that penalty, we aren't going to, I don't think we'll lose the game today. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I really believe that. I think we're going to half-time. Um, we double down, we, we regroup, but they've scored, I think, was it like the 40th minute or something like that? Yeah. Uh, terrible time to concede, soft, soft penalty to concede. Um, I don't, all right, he's doing okay, is Joey, but I don't think he's a player that should be playing. Having said everything I've just said, I don't think he's a player that should be going six, seven, eight games in a row in succession. Um, that just speaks to the, the the lack of quality that we've got in the squad at the moment because this time last year, that's never happening. Um, but he's playing. Um, if Shaw's fully fit and he's on his run, um, I'm not sure that Pelopesi would have started. Um, I think Shaw getting injured has given Pelopesi a chance um, and maybe today was a game too far for him. And I know that Simon thinks he's played quite well today. Great, but he's in relative terms. He's but not. First half, I thought he had a, up until the penalty in the first half. I thought he had a really good game. Uh, the penalty, yeah. the, the kid was going away from goal with the ball. I mean, yeah. why give that away? That was yeah. just. And, he, and he, then, and then he outside the area. Yeah, and then he, just dragged him in. <laughs> it was, it was, it was just a stupid, stupid penalty. Then in the second half, he resorted back to the standard Joey. I thought in the second half. And, and I take on what you're saying about um, the, the amount of games. And I think in the second half, there were a few players that looked really tired. There were players that looked tired. And I've just had a quick look at the fixtures, right? So I know we mentioned we've got Wickham on Tuesday. Then we've got Swansea. Then we've got yeah, Stoke. Oh, hang on. Win, hang on. Win. I haven't finished yet. I then might, we've got Stoke. I might need a, I might need a top up for this. Yeah, on. well, fill your glasses up, folks, right? Then Stoke we've got Stoke. Good night. <laughs> Stoke at Tuesday night oh, away. No, oh, no. oh, what? Uh, um, we can then never we've do got... it away on a Tuesday night at Stoke. Can Patterson yeah, do then... it on a cold, wet Tuesday cold, night? Can we? And then, and then we've got Birmingham at home, which effectively is a six-pointer, isn't it? Got to be brave for these games. And then Wednesday, the 24th, which is my better half's birthday, uh, we've got oh. Brentford. We've got Brentford away. Can you oh. remember what happened last time we played Brentford away? <laughs> Wow. Shit, we went into lockdown for a year. Yeah, yeah, we did. Pretty much. That was pretty much the last away yeah. game that everybody went to was Brentford away. Yeah. Uh, then we've got, on the 3rd of March, we've got Rotherham. No, sorry, we've got 27th, we've got Luton. And then we've got Rotherham, again, which is a six-pointer. Well, they, um, they got a good win again today, though, didn't they? Rotherham. So... I've not looked at the other results yet today. Look, look, looking at no, the running no. now, looking at the running towards the end of the season, I'm looking at it going, where are we going to get the next sort of like run put together? Well, the, you know, we, 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 but the thing is, we, we're not going to go on. Go on, go on, go on. Go on. Feature. <laughs> Please, sir. Dr. Simon. Yes, Spence. What do you want, Spence? I don't think yeah. I really don't think nah. it matters. We beat Bournemouth the other night. We've been stuffed by Millwall. We beat Bournemouth twice. We've lost against Wickham. Yeah. Uh, we've got points yeah. at Preston. We've lost against Rotherham. Um, we, we've got points out of Watford or we got a point out of Watford at home. We, we, there, there's no looking at 
the teams that we've got to play, it's, it's pointless because we'll turn up Tuesday night. We'll probably lose Tuesday. And then yeah. we'll go and beat Stoke 3 4 0. Do you know what I mean? Oh, um, there's a prediction for you. It's not a prediction. <laughs> That's live on Facebook, Steve. That's it. I'll do to that. All four, all, four, all four watches have heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Us three and, and Joanne. <laughs> I think Lewis is watching downstairs as well. All so right, five. We're all right. Have we got any questions on Facebook, Vic? No, well, why no. does he insist on playing Pelopessi, which is... A question for all of us, I think. We're all uh, well, well, I know we've, we've mentioned briefly, but he has been consistent and not consistent rubbish. Yes, we know he, he has been consistent and he has played well. So, why why shouldn't he pick him if he's playing well? That's that's it. We for his position, we've only got sure have we, uh, sure who will play in that position and he's been and injured. That, and that's the question you have to ask, isn't it? Who comes? Who comes in for him? That, that, that's the question. You know, why if there's if there isn't anybody in the side, or well, do you Steve, push push Steve, into that position, drop Pelopessi and bring uh, whoever back, back into you know somebody back in centre back? But say it's just got to be a lad in, a lad out, hasn't it? It, it has absolutely. <laughs> but oh, Hutchinson, <laughs> done well though, Anti, when he's so since he's come back, especially at centre half. Yeah, well, I isolated him and didn't really uh, thought couldn't understand why we signed him. But he, he, I thought, I thought at the back we looked really assured. Certainly in the first half today. I oh mean, yeah. What was this about Tom Lee's taking throw-ins? Where all of a sudden did that, that come was from? Strange, wasn't it? And also, has anyone else noticed that Liam Shaw actually looks a lot like Tom Lee's? And I just wonder, is there is there something that Mr. Lee's should be asking? Um, because they are like literally carbon copy. It's like he's just control seed. Honestly, you look control seed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've had a question on Facebook. Um, is Darren Moore's stock rising, and should we consider him? Ooh, you see, Darren Moore's fine. I'd have no issue with Darren Moore coming in. Um, but. I think at this stage, if, if, if we if we'd have won today, we'd be, why we're we talking about managers? I've seen another foreign managers been associated with us on Sky. What's the point? Uh, Thompson seems to be doing it at the minute, and I wasn't a fan of Thompson's. And I'm not saying that he is the right man for the job, but at the moment, is it a priority? Dare I say it? Is, is, no. is getting somebody in a priority? Um, we're we're, we're going to be we'll sign somebody to a contract. Um, we none of us know what the actual real story about the reasons that Cook didn't come in and somebody didn't want it till the end of the season or you know the the, the length of contracts and what have you. Whoever we get in is going to be another salary on the books, isn't it? Um, if we can save money and everybody gets and galvanises, Thompson manages, manages to galvanise this squad. And how people... many games has he taken charge of now? Because Sky Bet pay out after ten games. Is it nine? Uh, Eight or nine? No, no, no. The, not the, 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 the playoff form stuff the other night, I think he'd won five, drawn uh, one. Yeah, but the, I think the last win, uh, the first win of that was uh, Pulis. Uh, I think it was. I think it's about six or seven percent. games. Six or seven. So, that's yeah, whoever had a 10 on three on Skybet as well. Yeah, Skybet. Yeah, that's not me, though. I had a quid on Skybet. I, I agree entirely with Steve, though. There's, why is there a rush? There's no rush to get a manager now, is there? The, 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 there's there's absolutely no rush to what 
will a manager coming in do to improve what we've already got? That's it. You look at who would be available or who would come, and it's probably going to be a foreign manager. Yeah. Look at the last, like I said, six or seven games of, of Thompson. Um, who, who's going to have got better results? I say you can't. You yeah. might get the new manager bounce that we didn't get with Pulis for one or two games, but Thompson's had that now for six or seven games. Yeah. Uh, and he's come up through the club. He's obviously well thought of by other staff and players. Um, and obviously, Chan Siri or his advisors, whoever has, has promoted him to the position he's in. And he's took it, Ante. He's took it and he's doing whatever he's doing behind the scenes and he's got results. And that's he, what we need. He's surrounded, himself, he's surrounded himself with people behind the scenes that know the club. You know, he's, he's got Bullen back involved with the first team and Bullen wasn't there when Monk was there. Uh, Weaver's gone back up, hasn't he? Um, and obviously Monk didn't, didn't rate and fancy him. Um, so these are players that have been, or coaches, should I say, that have been involved with the club for a period of time that know um, the shit that we're in. Because let's let's be right, we're in the shit. Still in it, still in it yeah. Um, I I firmly believe that Thompson's a sticking plaster. He's a band aid. He'll get us to the end of the season. I think at the end of the season, roads obviously roads will go. Um, we're assuming, and I know that more people than not would want Westwood to probably go because he's a, a massive salary off the the, the budget. And um, there's another, however many that are out of contract that are going to go at the end of the season. Th this summer is going to be a massive overhaul for us, and it's going to be dependent on two things really: what what league we're in, whether in the Championship or League One, will dictate what happens in the summer, and that's going to dictate what manager we get in. And the second thing is um, how prudently, how well Chancery is going to be advised by whoever it is that's got his ear at that time, because if he then starts going in and gone right, we're up, we're safe, we've, we, we've got. Hundred grand salaries off the off the um, worth of salaries off the the weekly wage. Let's go and splash on this player, that player, the other player. Um, we could find ourselves in square one by the time next season starts. To be honest with you, um, so he's got to be smart whatever he does. I agree entirely. Yeah, there's no point taking somebody on now. Uh, like you say, the, the the manager knows the players. The players seem to be playing for him, which I haven't seen for quite some time. You know, both under Monk and and obviously under Pulis. I mean, we had we had weeks of players not wanting to play, in my opinion, there because they weren't sure of how to play, what he wanted, and so on and so forth. I mean, I'll I'll go back to when um, he brought Rhodes on and then took Rhodes back off. You know, the, these sort of things. You know, yeah. the man management and player management in that case was just just, just mind boggling. Um, Steve's bang right. You know, what league we end up in at the end of this league will dictate our spending structure and our management structure next season it's got to hasn't it you know oh. um you know do you know what we compete with in the championship is going to be a different player of what we compete with in league one i would i would like to whatever happens at the end of the season up down or whatever i would like the manager to be brought in asap so he has Without got the summer uh, as much time as possible to know the club know the players know <laughs> no, sorry. We're, not, we're not taking the mickey you are I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've been off for a few pods and uh, I thought I'll, I'll make an effort to come on and this is what I get go on, go on Ash sorry so, Ash, no, back, come in, back in your kitchen possible. show us your kitchen so, 
So this is sorry, everyone. I know everyone, everyone really wants to see this, but look, look, I've got a little kitchen there. And that, this is my work desk, and obviously that's my my uh, yeah. Let's drink. Well, that's my little my little kitchen. <laughs> you sound completely self sufficient there. Aren't I can't, you? Yeah, locked, yeah, locked yeah. away. Little granny flat. <laughs> I'm not that old. I'm outside. No, no, you're not, mate. No, no. Uh, but come in as soon as possible. Whenever the decision is made, what league we're in, so he's got the most time. To, with the squad and to get stuff, what he wants to do. Because there's no good, uh, even like a couple of weeks into summer, it all impacts. So the last, if it's lastminute.com or where, it's just not going to be a good start to the season, is it? You know, just on that point though, it, it wouldn't surprise me if there is movement. If we, if we went on a run now and we're guaranteed safety with four games left, it wouldn't surprise me if we start hearing things then. There. That, that, that's okay. when you've got to do it, Steve, isn't it? Yeah, you've got to, you've got to yeah. do it. If, if you if you know we stay if we know we're staying up, then we're going to probably attract a different type of manager to if we went down to League One for, for yeah. the start. And secondly, you, you want to have a contract signed of intent to join you pretty much as that season finishes, don't you? As soon as that season finishes, because there might be players who we want to keep. I know we're talking about you know getting rid of certain players, but there might be, dare I mention it, Barry Bannon or whoever you might want to keep or the younger kids you want to keep. I mean, is it God's honest truth that Shaw has signed for Celtic? You know, has he signed a contract with Celtic or is it just all speculation? An agent. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you want to be signing some of the some of the younger kids who have really excelled this, this year who, who are towards the end of their contracts. At the end of the day with Westwood... Is it? Bear in mind, we got Westwood on a three years ago when we didn't have any money. That was before the Chancery days. Is it the fact that Westwood would stay, but on a, a a reduced salary? You know, you know, is it the sort of keep you'd want to keep, but want to keep on your books, but a hell of a lot reduced salary? These sort of questions that only a manager who's got half an idea will be able to sort, and it needs sorting ASAP. I just, I know it's it's maybe a different point, but I, I have to say he's. I think he's been outstanding since he's been back. I know he gets a today? lot of... Today? Jesus, we should have been... Tell nil today. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Quite a divisive character, but I think there's a lot to be said for trimming the wage budget, but there's also a lot to be said for having that experience. Yeah. But come back and, you know, it, it's speculation on how much Hutchie's getting week on week, isn't it? And, and you know, these incentive-based bonuses and whatnot. I think he's been absolutely fantastic since he's come back mm -hmm. in. Mm. Um, he's made a difference. Um, you know, you can say what you want about Barry Bannon chasing misplaced passes in the first half, like you won't believe today. Yeah. But, you know, he's, he, whatever you want to, to say or what, whatever you think about Bannon, when he's on that pitch, he gives 100%. Um, I think that's the same with Westwood. I think there's just one or two others around, and they've got the quality that's there. They've got both of it, they've got the, the desire um, and they've got the quality. Um, yeah, they can be big personalities at times. Uh, in the changing rooms, and that's for somebody to go and manage. But you know, I, I think he's been class. Westwood um, made a difference for me, um, and I, I'd be sorry to see him go. And I know, obviously, they've, they've announced this week that he's going to be a dad again. Is it that he's now at a point where he's, he's getting ready to settle into the lifestyle that he's got? The you know where he is and doing what he's doing. Does he want to up upheave you know his entire family and go somewhere yeah. else? I don't. Know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what sort of money he's on, but I would imagine. His salary has actually increased as he's been at Wednesday because when, like, say, when we first signed him, it was it was Milan, wasn't it, under Milan? And so we wouldn't have been on big budgets then. I would imagine it was slowly increased as time's gone on. I'd imagine so he's like top top earners. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But but again, it, it's down to where you see your career going, isn't it? Where would he go if you left Wednesday, and what sort of wage could he command if you left Wednesday? Plus the fact, the fact is, you know, by the time he signs his next contract, he'll be pushing, if not already, thirty-seven years old. Mm. You know, so how much money does a thirty-seven-year-old goalkeeper get, and what's the length of contract that they'd be wanting to offer? Yeah, but they're um, weird, aren't they, goalkeepers? They're like Peter Pan, aren't they? They're like forever young. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's a different kind of fitness and muscle twitch fibres and all that, isn't it? It's... Oh. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, the thing is here, you know, we, we just don't know what's happening. Is it? It's like looking into a magic ball in regards to what's going on. I mean, we'd all like to know, you know, ultimately what we want to do is be able to get a genie out of a lamp and like give the club, you know, as much money as we possibly can. But... Oh, I'd make them three wishes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it'd be, yeah wouldn't it? But, but didn't we think we had that with Chancera? And obviously, he did chuck money at it. And it, I mean, the, the well, sums that he's thing. We thought we got that like sugar yeah. daddy type. Yeah. Is that the term it is, isn't it? Sugar daddy. Sugar daddy. Well, I it wouldn't was, know. It, but... Chancera, Chance, Chance, Chance though, it, it, it's you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, aren't you? It's beauty and the beast in a way, isn't it? It's one minute he's sticking his hand in his pocket, spending absolutely moolah everywhere and doing great things with the club. And then the next minute he's, you know, the next minute he's, he's calling us customers and he's, he's uh, yeah. just, this is the thing, it's this Jekyll and Hyde sort of situation I've that we've got. I've been careful recently, since everything kicked off again with Chancery and everything that's been going on. And the fact that, obviously, when Pulis went and we've kind of picked, sorry, you've frozen, um, we've kind of picked up a bit and we seem to be doing better. I've kind of ignored that side of the football club. Yeah, I just I don't want to think about it at the moment. Like as far as I'm concerned, I'm bothered about what's on the pitch. Yeah, and I think I think I've on the group chat and everything. I messaged you know when we went and everyone on social media. I get what everyone's got their own opinions. They can say whatever they want and and all that uh, with the Chancery out posters and everything. When it's good on the pitch, posters, bedsheets, bed sheets, bed sheets. Bed sheets. Yeah, sorry. But bed sheets or whatever they want to do, it, it is a lot less on social media when we win. And it's it's the same, isn't it? Maybe I haven't looked on Twitter tonight, I'm stayed off it, but no doubt there'll be the chanteri outs because we've lost in a crappy way. But it has seems that good we've done well on the pitch in the last few weeks. It does take off the heat, especially in the in the public eye of what's happening in the boardroom yeah and it's it's just we're still there but we don't talk about especially as we don't talk about it as much because we either have guests on which are fantastic gotta say love them and um matches we don't act we as a, as a podcast don't go that much into the behind the scenes things because we don't know it's all speculation isn't it so I think we also, like, a lot of people who listen to this, I was telling you guys the other day, I did the stats on the podcast and where people are listening from, and obviously the majority of people listen in the UK. Um, but from that, our second biggest listeners are in India, Pakistan, and the Middle East, America, and the more that we peddle one message or not, like, the more we're spreading something that we don't know about. Like, it's all right to have an opinion, but if we sit here every week saying... To one person who lives on his own in 
like Dubai. And we're sat here saying, oh, yeah, Chan Siri's done this, Chan Siri's done that. When actually we haven't got a clue. Yeah. We don't want to be spreading that negativity to everyone else, do we? No, it's, no, negativity. Yeah. And, and I think it always negativity always spreads quicker than positivity, doesn't it? I think. I think. Um, so, yeah, we, we're not always negative. We do have things, but towards the club running and things, we've all got our own opinions. Everyone, all the seven people watching this, have their opinions and things like that. And we've got our own personal opinions and things. But as long as, as long we are winning, or we were winning, not today, and I think that's a good thing. So it just detracts from what's happening. Moving on then, before we wrap yeah, up, no, obviously no. we've got to mention Thursday night this week, we are live again, and this week we are joined, thanks to Simon, by Mr Craig Rowcastle. Woohoo! Oh. Really looking forward to that, really looking forward to that, because that was a sort of, we'd gone down in 2000 and pretty much we were having a really rough time of it. We were down. We? <laughs> we were a proper rough time of it, and, and, and to, to then go to Cardiff in numbers like we did of watch Rocky was part of that team. Um, did you, all you guys go to Cardiff? Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. Which is, it was just an amazing day and it was an amazing day for me. My dad had been in hospital for a while and, and I, I took my dad down um, and we had such a great day and, and it was a, a, a roller coaster of a game, wasn't it? It, it, it was, you know, if, if you, it was one of those ones, that if you went to Disneyland or something like that, it was up and down and up and down. It was just incredible. Uh, and space that, Mountain. Oh, Space Mountain. Space Mountain. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, it and and it, it was it it was a fairy tale in the end, wasn't it? Because obviously McLean had got injured. He'd got injured before, and 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 he came on, scored the penalty, and then you know it it, it was it, it it was something it was something that really you could have made into a, a film. Um, you know, like, you know, th th this this team coming down and one minute we're winning, next minute we're down and then all of a sudden we, we boys own stuff. It was a great day and it was a great day out and I think it's what Wednesday nights wanted and needed following so many lows over the last four or five years prior to that. So it'd be great to speak to him, it'd be brilliant to find out the camaraderie. Talking about Rother Valley when they went kayaking around yes. Rother Valley. Of all the places to go, bloody Rother Valley. <laughs> I'll never forget that. I've still got that DVD, and every so often I have I'll put that on, and I will watch it from the start, yeah. and I'll celebrate every goal. I'll sit through half time. I do everything by the book, and it, it's just, it's just one of them days, isn't it? Oh, like, I've never, I've never watched it. What happens? <laughs> <laughs> have you never seen it? Never seen it. I, I, I saw it in person, but I've never the remake on DVD. <laughs> on DVD, did Pixar do a version of it? I think it was Disney. 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 All right, cool. <laughs> but, you, know, you know what gets me? We sit here and we are we we moan a lot about those Wednesday nights. But my God, how lucky are we that we we've lived in an era where Sheffield Wednesday's been in Premiership. Poor Ben, bless his bloody heart. I know. The year the year that we went down, he were born. The year we went to Cardiff, he were younger than my kids. Yeah. 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 My yeah. girls, do you know what I mean? So for him, I, I, I just feel for that. And this wasn't meant to be a serious point, but it goes back to that point where we've talked about in terms of 
you know, supporter engagement and, you know, the, the, the stuff that the club's doing, we've got to start doing stuff to keep people on side and get people yeah, you know, staying with the club. Um, Cause it, you know, the, it, it's, it's a different way in nowadays, isn't it? You, you, we didn't have Sky when, well, certainly didn't have Sky when I were around as, as a lad. I, there are reasons why I'm a Wednesday, aren't you know, but it's so easy. You walk into school now, everybody's wearing a Chelsea shirt, a Man City shirt, or a Liverpool shirt, or, or whatever. Oh, your school, Steve, they've got the uniform on. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost my kit. Can I wear this? Uh, <laughs> can, I, can I just wear this 40 pound Leeds United shirt? Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, you, you know, we, it's important we do what we can to try and maintain those links and those sort of things. Uh, try try keep the support there for us, you know, going into the the, the future. Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be I great. Chatting to... Sorry, Sam, go on. Rocky's now living in um, he's living in America now as well, so it'd be be quite interesting because there's quite a few ex Wednesday players. We had Chris, didn't we? Obviously, Hawks is American anyway, but there's quite a few lads who have, have gone over to the states, haven't they? And 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 done pretty well for themselves. Podcast favorite, Luke Bowden. Absolutely. I mean, he, he made a name for himself out in Florida. James O'Connor's out there. James O'Connor's out there, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Sean McCauley's out there. there. Yeah, there I mean, are quite a few big links. Romney's I mean, uh, yeah. out there. I don't think we've ever like said it or anything, but I mean, obviously, to the people uh, who's going to listen to this and everything, if there's anybody that you think or you'd like to listen to stories from, just drop us a, a DM, is it? Is it anyone mm -hmm. down with the kids? Mm -hmm. Or even just a message on Twitter, Facebook, yeah. or anything. If you know um, anybody, you, we've had some cracking guests, we've had some yeah. cracking stories, and believe me, the stories after we stop recording <laughs> are even better. They are, um, <laughs> but obviously, that might be for uh, when we go on tour and all that, you know, because we're Billy Big Boys now, we're going live on Facebook and stuff. When we do a tour, that's it, we're gonna have a sofa in the yeah. city hall, have a sofa, <laughs> and then we'll take, then we'll take it national. Oh, can national. you imagine the no, questions? What are we going to get as refunds? Bloody <laughs> rubbish! We were stood on stage with Matt Exton doing a Q&A. So it you can were. happen. Dreams yeah. Dreams yeah. Yeah. Like work, which was very weird. Um, but yeah, but yeah, like I said, any, anyone you'd like us to... Obviously, I think we've had one today, was it on Twitter? Uh, Carbone. Now, how yeah. many people would love to hear from Carbone? I mean, I would. I mean, how did that pizza taste? <laughs> raw, raw. Yeah. That's wow, cold. <laughs> we should also point out as well that although we are funded by Michael Constantine Wealth Management, we don't pay any of these players for their time. Like they are genuinely just happy to talk about the club. Um, I know it's been asked a few times, like, what are we paying them, etc. There's absolutely no payment. Absolutely and where, and where, yeah. where would we get money from? Michael Constantine Wealth Management. Uh, right. Is there to look after and invest it wisely? <laughs> invest his hard-earned client's money into this. We'd have a better backprop than what, a toy store, wouldn't we, Ash? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, look, look all, all of these. Sorry, <laughs> I am in the. I, I, I know. I think we're Steve's all in, we're all in the kids' room. One of the girls' bedrooms. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> one of the, what we jump up, you, you've taught a well there. Uh, <laughs> well, I got John Barnsley behind and then a Pete McKee in the other corner. Yeah, <laughs> I think we should do a theme to a podcast every week and see what we can drop in. I think it's been fun. I don't know if many people have noticed. I'd be I interested to see if anybody's picked it up or not. Probably yeah. not. Nah, 
Oh, well, yeah, because of about five kids of what have been watched us and stuff, but yeah. It's because your kids want the bloody toys back, Ash. That's why. <laughs> They're not allowed in here. <laughs> oh, I've got, what have I got here? I've got like dolls, I've got some Lego. Oh, I don't do no work, obviously. <laughs> Oh, and also, as well, just to mention before we go, we have got another announcement on Thursday for someone who is joining us the week afterwards. And as usual, I will announce that just before we go live with Craig Roadcastle, just to keep your interest up. Um, yeah, can't wait for Fez to see what he says. <laughs> I noticed he's been injured again over Christmas. Yeah, his DMs today and asked him. So we can only dream. We can only dream. I'll keep trying. Um, we've been asked Reggie Blinker a few times. We have got a few others as well, like big Ross names. Ross Wallace, I think, was brought Ross Wallace. He's, good. he's read it. He's not interested. Um, but there are a few others that have said they definitely will. We're just waiting on work to align so that they can come on. Uh, so those are quite big names. Uh, Rocky is a big one, but then we've got another announcement on Thursday that is yeah. pretty damn good. Aye, aye, Captain. Okay, guys, right, well, thank you very much, and take care of yourselves. If you want to follow the podcast... Was that, was that from Treasure Island? <laughs> Peter Pan. Oh, Moana, apparently. Oh, Peter Pan. Oh, what? My picture? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, well done. Yeah, my picture's Moana. Alright, cool. That's isn't it? Right. Anyway. Right. <laughs> so, we are going to go now. We're going to crack on, go and, I don't know, watch some films or something. Have a oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Mass Singer. Mass Singer. Mass Singer. Yes. Bring it on. We are going to go and spam the group chat and Dan Fudge, who is asleep with our guests for The Masked Singer. Until next time, you can find us on Twitter at TWWcast, same on Facebook, Wednesday week, thewednesdayweek.co.uk, or you can just find us on... Stop on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop the Facebook that was, that was, <laughs> The Wednesday Week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.